The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Main Street Vegan with host Victoria Moran. Victoria is an author, inspirational speaker, and a certified holistic health counselor and vegan lifestyle coach. She's here to entertain, educate, and inspire you on your journey to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Now, let's get this party started. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Main Street Vegan Show. And you know what? Every time when that announcer says, let's get this party started, I always think, well, it's not really a party. I am just sitting here in my dining room waiting for somebody to call. But today, it really is a party. This is so great. It's not only me and our wonderful engineer, Jeff, out there in Kansas City, but there really is a party right here in my living and dining room in New York City because we are doing the third course of Main Street Vegan Academy. This is a five-day intensive that trains vegan lifestyle coaches, and we have people from all over everywhere, and they're all so beautiful because vegans do tend to be, and I'm looking out at them. And the way that the academy is set up is everything means something. I'm really big on stuff meaning things. One of my favorite vintage movies was a 1958 Kim Novak movie called Bell, Book, and Candle. It was about modern witches. And when Kim Novak fell in love with a mortal and started to lose her powers, she gave a gift to her Aunt Queenie. And Aunt Queenie opened it up and saw this beautiful scarf and said, It's lovely. What does it do? And Kim Novak said, It makes you look ravishing. And Aunt Queenie said, Oh, and that's kind of how I look at life. Everything's supposed to mean something and do something. So today we talked about a public speaking and media training, what to do when you're on the radio, what to do when you're on TV. And then we're all here and, and people are observing us doing the show. Same thing with the food. Our very first night, we put lots and lots of spices in the food because spices are really high in antioxidants. And we're going to be visiting an Indian spice market. So everything means something. And that just seems to make life more exciting. So sitting right next to me right now is the lovely Margarita Gonzalez. Say hey. Hi, everyone. Margarita is here from Miami, although you are a native New Yorker. Yes, I am. Ah, this is good. So you know your way around. You did not get lost on any subways yesterday. I even rode the bus. (laughs) Good for you. So tell us, Margarita, what brings you to Main Street Vegan Academy? I found that. I was searching for somewhere, something to deepen my vegan, my lifestyle. I was vegetarian, dabbling in the veganism. And when I saw the academy and I saw the lineup, I thought, okay, this is it. Not only do I want to learn for myself, but I want to be able to help others because I have a lot of people coming towards me, asking me questions that I can answer. But I feel that if I had like now the extra training that I'd be able to answer more precisely. 
And I hope that that is absolutely what happens for you this five days. We just learned a lot from Marty Davey, our registered dietitian who's going to be coming up uh, after the break. Was there anything surprising that you learned today? Yes, the vitamin, I've been struggling with the vitamin D, thinking about it. Do I drink it? And I'm in for Miami, but I know that even I'm in the sun, that just because I'm in the car with my glasses, I don't get enough. So I'm committed to go home and add additional vitamin D into my diet. But not, not a whole huge no, amount. Not, not a whole huge amount. talked no. about that too. It's so interesting. There are so many things. I, I love what, what um, Marty said when she talked about people that will come to her with some sort of article from a consumer publication and say, but look, it says it right here. And that's why it's so wonderful to have somebody like Marty around who can take it back to the science and say, this is what we know. Correct. Because it's so many conflicting nowadays, conflicting the evidence is this, or someone said this, or the other person said this. And for the average person, it's confusing. Yeah. I think one thing is you can look to see what somebody is selling. And if you can trace it back to a product, then you can pretty well know there is something in there. Yeah. So you are already a a certified holistic health counselor. And you're also an image consultant. Is that... I am actually a Reiki practitioner. A Reiki practitioner. How did I think, because I know we have an image consultant in the class who's come all the way from Qatar, Qatar. I never know how to say the country that starts with a Q and doesn't have a U. I thought you were also an image consultant. Maybe that's just because you're pretty. Thank you. So so you do Reiki. Tell us as, as a Reiki practitioner, what, what's your theory of healing? Why do people get sick and why do they get better? A lot of it has to do with the food we eat, the stress, and all that taxes our body. And our body is supposed to naturally heal itself. I mean, ideally, if we were resting, eating, adequately drinking, our our body is supposed to heal itself, but we're not. So not only what we're eating is toxic, uh, sometimes the water we're drinking, we're not getting enough sleep, we're not getting enough supplements and minerals, so the body starts getting uh, taxed. So with Reiki, and part of, that's why I like it with the food, it helps your body remember. So I'm not particularly doing any of the healing. I'm actually reminding your body to remember to heal, to move any blockages, to move the energy, to remember to uh, work on its own to heal. Oh, that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and listeners of this show will relate to that since this is, is Unity Online Radio and, and Unity is one of those healing traditions. There were lots of groups in the late 1800s that formed around positive thinking, or around the idea that you're supposed to be healed physically, psychologically, right. financially, you know, that life is right. actually supposed to be good. What a concept. Right. It's supposed to flow and we're supposed to have miracles every day. But we forget or we're, I think we let other people guide us yes. and not question. We don't question. Yeah. So I act as a conduit or a channel to remind the other person. Yes. So what, what prompted you to actually get on a plane and come up here and, and do this program? A few things. Part of it was not the non-thinking part of me. The, I guess the spiritual side said you have to go. And then the other part says, what are you doing? And it's winter. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to follow that voice because I had it in a vision board. A friend of mine sent me a little vision book for Christmas. She had, I had mentioned the Academy and she had cut out something and put it in my vision book. So when I opened it and she lives in France, like now she lives in France. So we, she's another coach. So when I opened it, I saw it there and I thought, this is hysterical. Okay. And then she's like, no, you need to go. I know this is going to be a great change for you. Don't worry about it. And I got on the plane that's that is really cool, and I suppose it does take even more nerve to come to New York in February from Miami yes. <laughs> than from a yes. lot of other places. Yes. So, what what's your vision? What do you want to do to help heal the planet one person at a time? One person, education. I really, I don't. I want to be able to for people to come to me as a source of education or as a source of opening their minds or their thought process, especially with food and the Reiki, but mostly so that, because vegetarian and veganism is like sometimes a scary topic, and they're like, oh, you're vegan, and it's like, okay, they don't want to talk to me, they don't want to eat around me, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm not about that, I'm about of integrating, adding foods in, and then that'll naturally take the other, you know, the foods that were not healthy for us out, 
and I'm here for questions. So they keep, you know, I get all these questions. So I'd like to be even more of that open source or um, person that they come to. And then 1% at a time, and then maybe a few more at a time. So spread it that way. Oh, that's beautiful. Because there's so many people that are looking for this. Somebody said last night, we had a a lovely visitor from Chicago, Ashley Piper, who's part of the Vegucated film. She said that somebody commented, CNN or Time or somebody of that ilk, had said that 2012 was the year of the vegan cookbook. And this year is going to be the year of, was it vegan clothing? Vegan Vegan cheese. cheese. Okay, then we get clothing next year. Okay, we go from cookbooks to cheese to couture. It's all good, all good. Yeah, it's very exciting. Actually, for me, I feel it's very exciting and living in Miami because here living in New York, you have a lot of sources of vegan couture, of the restaurants. In Miami, we're starting, so I I, I feel there's a change. You know how we were talking about that you feel something coming? That's what I feel. I feel it's coming in Miami. I'd like to be part of it. I'm waiting to figure out exactly how that's going to manifest, but I'm, I'm open. So that's why I'm, trying to, I'm doing the training and to be ready. Oh, that's beautiful. Margarita Gonzalez, follow this one, people. She's going to do great things. Thank oh, you so much for being you. with us today. And after these messages, I'm going to bring on another co-host, and then we'll have our wonderful guest, Marty Davey, RD. So stay with us. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous love offerings of listeners like you. If you feel spiritually fed by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. What if you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet, and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. Just what does that dream mean? Ever wake up from a crazy dream and wonder what it meant? Have you had a recurring dream all your life and you just can't get it to stop? Get all your questions about dreams and dream interpretation answered by the leading expert in the field. Unity Online Radio is home to America's leading dream expert, Dr. Michael Lennox. And on Mondays at 2 p.m. Central, the doctor is definitely in. Tune in to Dream Interpretation with Dr. Michael Lennox, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. listening to Main Street Vegan with Victoria Moran. If you have questions or comments about today's topic or any other area of interest, we invite you to follow Victoria underscore Moran on Twitter or email her at MainStreetVegan at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Now, back to Main Street Vegan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Main Street Vegan. Vegan, so happy to be with you today on our big, exciting party in New York City, Main Street Vegan Academy issue of Main Street Vegan Radio. So I am flanked now by two amazing women. I'll first introduce on my right, Leah Jacobson, who is from the Boston area. She is a mother of three and a raw food chef. 
Hey, Leah. Hi, Victoria. And what inspired you to come to Main Street Vegan Academy? Actually, you. And I met you at the Boston Vegetarian Food Festival in October. I love your approach to the vegan lifestyle from a compassionate perspective, not just about health, but health of the planet, the animals, all of us here. It's oh, really thank refreshing. You. Well, well, you have the same thing. You, you have a glow and a sparkle. I think that's what happens. You change your life for one reason, and then it starts changing on all these other levels. Yeah. So Leah and I are going to work together, not really work, play together, to have a wonderful interview discussion with our guest, Marty Davey. She just taught two fabulous classes for the academy. Early in the morning, she did Nutrition 101, the Nutritional Basics. And then after lunch, she did Nutrition's Greatest Hits, Nutrition for the Life Cycle. And she talked about pregnancy and babies and teenagers and getting older and all that. Because she knows a lot. She is a way smart registered dietitian. And she actually has an alter ego. There is La Diva Dietitian, and you can check out LaDivaDietitian.com and, and learn about the La Diva character, who is also a YouTube star. So you can do YouTube and La Diva Dietitian, and you'll learn a lot of stuff and have fun because she also has an acting background. And in her regular, perhaps more mundane life, although I don't think we could ever use the M word to describe her, um, Marty Davy R.D., is um, a practicing dietitian working on a book on nutrition for the over 50s. And it's called, You're Not Dead Yet. That's right. I like it. I like it. Tell us about your book. What's different? Why do you eat differently if you're over 50? Well, because um, people who are over 50, if you think about it, if you are over 50, um, your body has shifted. And as much as you want to pretend that everything stays the same, no matter how wonderful of a person and person that you eat is, you can just look in the mirror and you see your body has changed. Um, you know, I'm not as hot as I was at 25, but then I'm not as goofy as I was at 18. So that's kind of a good thing. So I'm kind of okay with getting a little bit older. So the book is really specific on people over 50 because it, it seems as though um, there are recommendations from like, let's say age 12 to 49. And I was wondering, my first question was, how can we pick 50? Like, why is that the magic number? And there's an actual reason for it. And I, I wrote to some researchers and, uh, most women are postmenopausal at age 50. The average woman in the United States is postmenopausal at the age 50. So that if they want to do some kind of study, they're going to pick women who are over 50. And, uh, with men, they just said, oh, we're just going to use the same age. And so that's how that happened. Um, and we know that uh, uh, athletes have a marked decrease in their um, output, or they don't, they don't run as fast. They don't, whatever they do, they don't do as well, generally, over the age of 50. So let's say you've been a runner and you run you know, 5Ks or something like that. You're probably going to add on a couple of seconds after age 50. And it's just going to add a couple seconds on, you know, continuing as you get older. Um, so I thought, well, um, I'm, I'm at the time I was thinking about starting this. I was going to turn 50 and I thought um, I'd like to know what to do. And also, as you get older, you start having friends who either have issues. You either have a spouse or you have friends or yourself. You may have more cardiac issues or someone finds out they're a diabetic. Um, in my case, um, on my father's side of the family, I had uh, four of my first cousins, so we're all in the same gene pool, um, they all passed away by the time they were 52. And I thought, well, whatever that team is doing, that team is not a good team to be on because there's no you know, redo with that team. So I thought, okay, so what do I need to do? And at that point, I was already a vegan and I was a vegetarian, but I had been meeting people who had a cardiac event or found out that they were diabetic. And they said, you know, I've been hearing all this stuff and what do I do? Well, I know that their bodies have shifted a little bit since they are over 50. So I wanted to find really a good resource for them and I couldn't find one unless I said, oh, here, you know, go to where all the researchers go. So I thought, no, you know, I'm going to write a book about this. And, um, and that I'm going to be okay with the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm not some major writer. I didn't take all these writing classes, but you know what? I have a lot of life experience and I think that's really important. And I think if you have a clear message, um, and you 
focus on making it simple and doable, that it will be of value to people. And that's what I want. I want to create something that will help someone. And, and I'll bet you're a really good writer because you're a really good speaker. And, and it's all <laughs> using words. So your book, uh, You're Not Dead Yet, will be out mm-hmm. as an ebook in yes, May. Yes, it's going to be out as an ebook. And the reason I'm doing it as an ebook is because, um, because hello, darling, it's Nadeva here. The Diva Dietitian um, has all of these videos, which are video recipes. And so what you can do with an ebook that you can't do with a paper book is that at the end of each chapter, um, there will be recipes that will be relating to the information that was given in that chapter. So if you don't know how to cook, you can literally just click on the recipe, you know, the name of the recipe, and you will go to the YouTube channel and you can see Ladiva cooking it. Oh, that's very cool. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Now, if you would like to ask some questions of Marty Davey, you can just give us a call at our toll-free number, 888-558-6489. That's 888-558-6489. And I can tell, Leah, you have something to ask Marty. (laughs) So I I really enjoyed hearing you speak all day. Amazing, amazing. Um, So we're talking about um, people that, let's say are overweight or sick or have come down with some chronic illnesses and let's say they're in denial and they just, uh, what, 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 how do you approach someone like that? Uh, well that, that's a very good question because it depends on your relationship with that person. I mean, I can tell you that with my mother, um, and my mother at one point had breast cancer and she was also diabetic at the same time. And, um, of course, your parents will never listen to you because the fact that you're, they're your parents. But, um, but as much as I could, I supported in what she wanted to do. Now, my friends that I've talked to, and they look and they go, wow, you know, you're over 50 and you look pretty good and, you know, you have lots of energy. With them, when they have said, oh, I'd love to do that, I really would, but I just I don't think I can. And I say, okay, so why would you want to do it? Let's focus on why do you want to do it? And uh, there's something that prompted that question to you. There's a reason why they just didn't blow you off and, you know, go for the barbecue wings. Um, So most of the time I find that people have had some kind of personal scare. Either, you know, something happened to them or something happened to a friend of theirs. And they're looking at it and they're going, oh, my gosh, how can I not do this? But this seems like a big life change. So I'll say to them, okay, so why would you want to do this? So like, you know, and then you come up with things like they go, well, you know, my kids are really young and I I had a heart thing and I'm not really sure my cholesterol is a little high. And I'm like, okay, well then what you're focusing on really is, do you want to be there for their graduation? You want to be there for their weddings and you really like, so that's really your motivation and people will start to talk to you and they'll tell you really what their motivations are. And then you, you, Go, okay, so let's talk about what's doable. And that, I think, is the biggest problem is people think this is such an overwhelming task to take on as opposed to saying, um, let's take it a step at a time. Let's look at, you know, like how could you be vegan for your breakfast? What do you eat for breakfast? Let's just start there. Or what do you eat for lunch? And you don't have to be, you know, full throttle 100% from the day one. Some people are really good at that, and they can, but most of us are humans. And, you know, we, we have to take it a step at a time. So let's start with that, and let's talk about it and realize that it's a development. It's a, it's a journey. It's not an end result. That is Great. so interesting because I think that's what most people feel. It's like, okay, I want to do better, but I don't want to be a vegan. That's like being a whatever I'm not now, you know. <laughs> There's a name to it. We were talking yesterday and saying just because somebody stops eating sugar, you don't call them a saccharinarian. <laughs> but we get these labels, and it just really scares people. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, I like your approach of just breaking things down into smaller units people can work with so they're not overwhelmed. Yeah, that's good. Now, one of the things, Marty, that you talked about today in class that was fascinating was you talked about oils. And, and we've talked about this mm. before on the show, and some people make a religion out of no oil. But you actually explained the reason for keeping extracted oils to a bare minimum, but without excluding nuts and seeds and things that kind of give you a little bit of, mm-hmm. I don't know, just that sort of creaminess to yeah. life. Yeah. So, so tell us. Tell us why. And, and make it real easy. Okay. All right. So uh, the thing is that inside your, your arteries and your veins 
are these things? Now, this is the spooky, scary term, okay? So, shh, this is the spooky part. It's called endothelial. It's a big word. And what these are are very thin, cobweb-thin cells that line the interior of your your veins and your arteries, okay? So we're going to call them cobwebs because endothelial is too much for me to say. So you have these cobweb-thin cells, and what they do is they emit or fart a gas. This gas is called nitric oxide. And what it does is, think about a balloon blowing up, and it it when it's released, your veins get nice and big and round and open, and, you know, if you were running or you have to run up the stairs for something, your your veins open up and they uh, and they let all your blood run as fast as it needs to go, okay? So it keeps these things open. Now, what happens with oil, and I want you to think about if you've ever, you know, poured oil on your hand, um, especially if we're talking about cholesterol, cholesterol is actually a wax. It's It's got this chemical formula that says it's a wax. And so waxes are sticky and oil is sticky. And so what happens is you've got all this cholesterol or oil, and I don't care what kind of oil it is, um, going through your veins. And what happens is it sticks to those endothelial cells. Now, when, when, something, when something sticks inside your body, your body goes, oh, my God, what is that? we got to get rid of it. So it's kind of the same thing that happens when you cut yourself. When you cut yourself, your body goes, oh, my God, we got to close that up because you're going to get all these nasty things in and we're going to get a big infection, blah, 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 blah. And what happens is you have all these white blood cells and they all go rushing over to where that cut is and you get a clot, right? You get this little scab, which is what your body needs. So what happens is you get these white blood cells that they, they come in and they they go on top of this you know, oil and they go... <laughs> And they start sucking it all up, and they become big and fat and foamy. And, in fact, they're called foam cells. Okay, now you have this big foamy thing. Now, if you had a big foamy thing, you could catch more of that cholesterol. You could catch more oil that could stick to it because it's got this exterior. It's kind of bumpy. And when you hit, like, think about a river. you got a river. you got a rock there. Boom. Something can stop. So now you have this cholesterol, and it hits on top of the foam cells. And your body goes, oh, my God. And then it goes back with the foam cells. And it goes, and then it gets big foam cells. And then there's more cholesterol and more cholesterol and more cholesterol. Now, at the same time, you have this heartbeat happening 70 times a minute. And it's this rush of blood happening and happening and happening. But on the, should I say, the upstream aspect of this, you know, if you think about a river, the upstream part of this blood coming through, is this very thin cobweb cell that's holding the whole nine yards together. And at some point, that blood just hits the right thing, and that cobweb just rips away from the artery, and now you have a clot, and that clot is moving. If it stays where it is, you're going to have what's called an occlusion, or it's going to close that artery, and that's it. No blood goes anywhere else. If it moves, it can go to your heart, and it's called a heart attack. If it goes to your brain, it's called a stroke. So we want to keep oils to a minimum, and make sure that we don't have any sticky stuff going on. So this is true even though plant foods do not have any cholesterol, right? but just oil in general causes the foamy thing. Right. Okay. Because anybody who's read the no oils, all that stuff, especially with Dr. Elselstein, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's some people who have read that. Um, If you look at the study, which I actually looked at the study that he bases this on, these people have a lot of oil, but it doesn't matter the type of oil. So it's any, they were not eating lard and this happened. They weren't eating steaks and this happened. They were just literally having some kind of like vegetable oil and this happened. So in my mind, I don't want to set myself up for this kind of a problem. So I keep oils to a minimum. And the, the nuts and seeds and stuff, um, I know that they have oils and they have great oils. And you do need some oils in your life, but you can get them from, you know, walnuts and flax meal and stuff like that. And what's great is that, there's a mambo combo going on in the nut. You know, it's not just a, a tub or a jar. That's why I tell people, don't take stuff from a, jub or a, from a jar or a tub. What you want to do is a whole food because there's all kinds of balancing stuff going on that we don't even understand as scientists. All we know is that it doesn't have the same problem. So there's fiber in there, other there's elements fiber in there, there's in the protein, there's stuff that works in a different way okay. than just having something sitting in a well, jar. As a non-biochemist, I think I understand. Do you understand, Leah? I do. It's yeah. very visual. Oh, good. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Well, Sticky it's stuff. really fun. It's, I can you, get that. <laughs> you'd make such a good teacher. I mean, and you do teach. I do. I, I, I've taught a, a couple of classes 
um, at a university, and then I I do speaking gigs and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I know that, but I was thinking of yeah. teaching little kids. I have, I have taught little kids, and they're really fun because they don't um, they don't let you get away with anything. Like they'll just say, "Well, that's stupid," <laughs> and and I love it. I'm like, "Okay, great, I, okay." So yeah, I also when I was an actor, I was on tour with children's theater, and I loved it because. When they get something, they get it. They just get it. And there's no cultural bias of, no, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to say this is okay. Wow. That is interesting. Although the adults have cultural biases. My daughter was on a, a children's theater tour. They went to Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina, mm. and it was um, Ramona Quimby. And there's a scene where her father stopped smoking. And they said, we may have an entire school group walk out when you do the <laughs> stop smoking thing because the tobacco industry is still pretty big here. So we have a caller. Let's see. Is her name Lynn? Hey, Lynn. Hi. Is that Victoria? It is. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Um, hi to Leah and Marty as well. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> What's your uh, I'm so interested to hear about Marty and her, her new book because, um, you know, really targeting the over 50s um, because I've got something that's quite funny that's come up um, with my mum. I am a vegan. Um, my mum's always kind of, you know, sort of wanted to go, and, and ethically she kind of realizes that it's the only way to go. Um, but she's got some just some real practical and uh, nutritional um, problem with that, and that is that she says she doesn't know how she's going to even uh, feed herself or her dinner guests um, a vegetarian meal because she's so scared of serving them beans, lentils, chickpeas, anything um, that will leave them feeling uncomfortably blown up, as she says. And she's wondering if she has to pop an enzyme into their drinks to uh, help them <laughs> along with the meal. <laughs> oh, no, there's all kinds of really, oh, my gosh. Well, you guys can both speak to this because you all, you guys cook. Um, but, oh, my gosh, there are so many great things. You do not have to just make lentil loaf, okay? Like every cookbook has to have its, you know, its lentil loaf. But, no, there are really fantastic things that you can do. If if they can do gluten, there's a product called Seitan uh, that's a wheat gluten. Boy, that you can make into roasts. Um, um, I make it into a holiday roast, and I wrap it in phyllo with um, different uh, with different veggies. And then there are really fantastic things that you can make. You can do different cutlets. You can do burgers. And I have a, a, a mushroom gravy, which is, like, out of this world, fabulous mushroom gravy. I mean, there's so many things you can make for people that are not just, here's your bowl of beans. And mm. uh, there's a, a number of cookbooks and there's all kinds of resources out there. In fact, one of the things you could do is to just, you can just put into a search engine what you're looking to do as a vegan. You can write in, mm. um, you know, beef bourguignon and you'll find a vegan beef bourguignon recipe. You know what her problem is, is that she's, it's the whole flatulence behind the, behind the meals and behind the beans and, and so forth. And, um, you know, she just doesn't know how to sort of, does her body then get, um, get used to, you know, used to eating beans and so forth? And, you know, will she be, or, or will she just feel this sort of gassiness, you know, um, now, for, for how long? You're right. She will, uh, there's going to be an enzy- enzymatic change that's going to happen in her gut flora, okay? And it's mm. probably, it depends on how much she eats. Um, but if she eats it a couple times a week, it should be pretty quick. But your, but your floor, if you're not used to it at all, it's, you know, your, your floor is going to change. And it mm. shouldn't take any more than, a, I would imagine, a couple of weeks, really. Because I, when the people mm. I've worked with, it, it took more than a week. But it generally is less than two weeks if they're going to be doing that. And there are lots of different things you can eat other than just beans. You can also do grains, which is not going to leave her bloated, and it's not going to give her the flatulence problems either. And I would think some of the raw dishes, Leah, wouldn't that help as well? Oh, totally. There's there's such a variety of raw vegan dishes that uh, sprouts that I use. I mean, I'm fine. And I've also noticed that um, over time, your body gets used to it and starts humming and feeling great. It's I, oh, I don't even good. remember a time. I, I mean... <laughs> Well, I, I don't serve beans to guests, and I don't serve uh, cabbage 
family yes, of yeah. vegetables to guess, yeah. simply because those are foods that for a lot of people do cause gas and flatulence. And the last thing that I want <laughs> is somebody leaving my home and saying, I'm going to McDonald's because <laughs> my stomach is not happy. So, you know, I That's eat beans right. every day myself, but there are some things you just do for company that are a little bit different right. from what you do for yourself. Yeah, I, I do... Um, I do these tofu cutlets and I have mushroom gravy on them and people love them and they, and it's really simple and fast. You can do stuff like, uh, you can do an, a sort of eggplant Parmesan and that is simple and wow. fast. It's really yummy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm just excited listening to oh. this. <laughs> and, and tell your mom, Lynn, that we're very lovely, proud of her. It's that yes. that's really wonderful. There is no age limit for making this change. As long as you're alive and breathing and wanting your life to be more spectacular, you can do this. Absolutely. And anybody who wants your life to be more spectacular will stay with us through these upcoming messages for more of Main Street Vegan right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, listeners. Did you know we've gone mobile? That's right. Your favorite Unity online radio programs are available on your mobile device. Now you can take us with you wherever you go. Using apps from Live 365 or Stitcher, you can listen to Unity online radio live or on demand. To learn more, visit Unity online radio and click on mobile listening. Did you know that you are supported in your quest to create a more fulfilling life? In fact, spiritual psychology suggests that the key to purposeful living lies in your ability to embrace all of who you are and everything life has brought your way. Jesse Harriet wants to talk with you about how to do just that, being yourself and becoming yourself. That's what living on purpose is all about. Call in with your questions and comments for Jesse live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central on Living on Purpose, where we blend psychology and ancient wisdom, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for Main Street Vegan. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Main Street Vegan here on Unity Online Radio. I am so happy to be co-hosting today with Leah Jacobson, raw food chef. And we are interviewing Marty Davy, RD, La Diva Dietitian. You can find her at LaDivaDietitian.com. You can also check out La Diva Dietitian on YouTube. She has an alter ego. I do. Really, really fun. We all need one. Do you ever feel sometimes it's just too much to kind of be just you? And that can happen more when you're a parent of teenagers. And I know I have parents of teenagers on either side of me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, I have three teenage boys. And, uh, well, I'm quite enthused with my choices. They're not always (laughs) following suit. So I, I have a question. I'm wondering how, how to motivate teenagers when they're hitting that rebellious stage and, and they don't really have the capacity to understand, like, the benefits to a vegan lifestyle. Oh, okay. So, well, the first thing you realize with having a teenager, um, and I want you to know that Leah is not bald, okay? So <laughs> I, I, my hat is off to her for having three teenage boys and not being bald. Um, <laughs> but uh, a lot of times it has to come from someone else. Because their peers are more important than you are. You know, right now, they probably are. So it's great if you can get some information from someone else. Or um, the um, there's a lot of information, straight teen information, on uh, the vegetarian. It's called vegetariannutrition.net. And that is the dietetic practice group uh, of registered dietitians. That's with the American uh, the American. The Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. They changed the name, so I can't. It's not at the tip of my tongue. Um, anyway, uh, on there 
I have a couple of different blog entries and other people have blog entries about teenagers. So one of the things that you have to realize with teenagers is that my, my son could care less about me unless he's talking about his hair. So uh, what I said to him was, okay, great. You know what? You know what's good for your hair is you really need to take your omega-3s because that really works with grooming and skin and all that other kind of stuff. So you, you have to go for the jugular and where it hurts because they're teenagers. And, okay, and I love teenagers. I work with them. Um, but uh, you, you have to start with where are they, and they are about their peers. So if they have a peer that is a vegetarian or vegan, that's really great. If they don't, like my son does not, he's the only vegan in his school, um, then I, you know, I say stuff I'm like, look, your, your skin is so clear. Isn't that great? You know? And he's like, well, I'm short. I'm like, well, you're taking your time to grow, and that's okay. You know, that's okay. But you look good. Your hair looks good. You know, and 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 he's like, well, I'm kind of skinny. I said, well, look at your father. He's just like you. So you know, things that you talk, you find out what is that common ground. And if if you should have a teenager who has a weight management problem, then um, it becomes about the both of you doing something about it. For both of you, it does not become their problem. It becomes, um, you know what? I realize that I really want to get out and walk afterwards. Would you do me a favor and be my my buddy and help me out with that? Would you be my buddy and help me um, eat some better foods? And even if they say, well, I know that you're just telling me I'm fat, mom. I'm not. What I'm saying is that I need to do this and I need your help. Oh, what a what a nice message that is for a child. Yeah, versus you know taking the the pressure off of him. Yeah, or her. Nice job, Mom. <laughs> we have we have another caller. Oh, uh, yeah. Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Hi. How hey. Are <laughs> I'm doing really great. Um, I have a question for you about B vitamins. Um, I've heard it's good to supplement. I've even heard of taking um, a shot of B vitamins and. I was just wondering what you have found in your research to be the most successful way to get these into your system. Okay, that's a really good question. If someone is going to have to have injections for B vitamins, then they probably have already had a blood test and they know that there is a major deficiency. And so that's a really okay. good thing. To, you know, you're going to be working with an MD on that, and that's good. Um, then you might want to work with a dietitian after that to look at how you can supplement uh, your B vitamins. Basic B vitamins you're going to get from legumes, you know, from beans and, and grains and okay. vegetables. But the one that you absolutely need to supplement is B12. And um, that's because you just don't get it from the foods that vegans eat. You just don't. So, and I always okay. err on the side of caution. And B vitamins are water-based vitamins. And what that means is if you take too many of them, you'll just urinate them out. Okay. So you're not going, so they're not going to build up. All right. So that's an important thing to know. So if okay. you're, uh, if you're generally the vitamin that they, they do in injections is B12. So if you're going to get a B12, you want to have either somewhere around 25 to 100 micrograms, that's MCG, okay, micrograms a day. Okay. If you do things on a daily basis. And I, uh, the last time I looked, it was pretty easy to find one that was 70 micrograms a day. You could find that at like a CVS or you could find that at some stores. Okay. The neighborhood. Um, and if you are like me and you can't remember to do that because that's the way your life is, um, then I take <laughs> 1,000 micrograms two times a week or 2,000 micrograms a week. So if you're a once-a-week type of person, which I actually know some people who are, they have like these things they do on Sundays, and they can remember to take B12 on Sundays. So if that's the type okay. of person you want, you want 2,000. Now, I want you to buy a specific type. I want you to buy one that's sublingual, which means it goes under your tongue. Okay. And that, you just put it under your tongue and let it melt. And they come in lots of different flavors. So you can get a cherry one or whatever. And uh, okay. we find that uh, we absorb it better. So this is also great for kids. Okay. So your kids can be doing okay. this. Okay. Yeah. You know, sounds great. Uh, you know, uh, young kids and older folks. So this is just a really good rule of thumb for B12. Well, I have a question on that, okay. Marty. I know that there was a kind of fad back in like the 1960s of getting B12 shots. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people 
we're doing it so much for nutrition as for kind of an extra boost. Mm -hmm. And now I know that Dr. Oz says that his wife, who's a vegan, gets a B12 shot every month. Is there something about the shot that's different from just the nutrition? Well, yeah, because it's going to come in a concentrated form and it's going to go right into your bloodstream. So, you know, that's really going to be different um, as opposed to something that's going to be absorbed through your body. I mean, in some ways, that's a lot of how I look at research studies. Like sometimes they just they just drip something onto something in a Petri dish, which is an entirely different thing than you eating it and you're going through the digestive tract and everything else. So, mm-hmm. you know, if someone felt like they, they were really dr- run down in their energy, I would have a blood test. I would, you know, get my B12 checked out. Um, and you're going to do that on a special test. It's called an MMA, uh, methylmalonic acid test. And that will tell you if you are low in B12. Any other test really isn't. There's all kinds of goofy things. I'm not going to go into the biochemistry of. But if you think that you're you're really run down and you haven't been supplementing on B12, and if you're over the age of 50, you should be supplementing with B12. Your body just doesn't work the way it, it did in the past, and you just really need to have it. And that's true even for meat eaters and people. Oh, yeah, anybody. We, and people in, in uh, nursing homes, we do that and the same uh and now we're actually also finding that some people who take psychotropic drugs because of depression or anxiety, whatever, they also are finding that a lot of those patients have low B12. Thanks so much for the call, Courtney. Yes, thanks, thank Courtney. you for answering so much. I really appreciate that. Well, thanks for listening. So, Marty, you okay. just did a really exciting thing with Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. You were yes. part of, of a study with, with yes. Geico, with the cute little gecko insurance people. <laughs> What's going on there? Uh, well, we um, they, there was an earlier study. Most studies start off as small and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then what you're looking for is a trend in the results. And um, uh, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, or PCRM, coupled with Geico, and they wanted to find out what happened if you went on a vegan diet to lose weight? And uh, they had done an earlier study at one site of Geico, of Geico, of Geico in, in Washington, D.C., and they had some really good results. So then they said, hey, why don't we take it across the U.S.? So they had 10 sites across the U.S., and they put people on a vegan diet, and uh, it was very, it was actually a very simple diet. You're going to be on a vegan diet. You're not going to have anything with cholesterol, no animal products. And because it's weight loss, we want you to make sure that you that your your food intake, no more than 20% of your calories comes from fat. Or if you're getting a product, if you're like looking at a food label, um, the grams of fat should be no more than three grams per serving. So it was actually, that might sound a little convoluted, but it actually is pretty easy. You know, it's vegan diet. You drop the fat. Got it. And we showed people how to cook without added fats. We um, had an hour meeting every week for four months with these groups of people. Now we had some uh, dietitian, uh, we had some diabetics in the uh, group, and just about everybody had high cholesterol. And what we found was a repeat of the positive results from the earlier study. And one of the reasons that I wanted to be a researcher on this is because I have a long line of diabetics and people with heart conditions in my family. And, you know, you hear, all oh, vegan diet, fabulous, fabulous. And I wanted to see firsthand really what happens. And what we found was that um, our type 2 diabetics, those are people who are diabetic um, after they're an adult, they should have on this diet, this vegan diet, they should have gone into a diabetic coma. Because when you're diabetic, what they tell you is watch your sugars, watch those carbs, count them all the time. And when you are eating a vegan diet, of course, there's a lot of carbohydrates. But these people were tending to eat more whole foods or they were eating whole grains. And what happened was that their A1C, the marker that we use to find out how your sugars have been doing, um, did much better. That dropped three times faster than the American Diabetic Association diet. It, uh, their weight dropped two times faster than on the American Diabetic Association diet. And I literally was meeting people who were getting off of their meds. And it was very, very exciting. Um, people's cholesterol was dropping. And uh, we had one woman in four months. She had her cholesterol drop the same amount as she had been on a year on a statin. So, I mean, it was really 
amazing for me to see that personally, what was going on with these people and that they were getting healthy. So do you think more corporations are going to be interested in these kinds of wellness programs for their employees? I, I hope so. I mean, what I would hope that they would be because they're, they're a positive outcome and there's no drawbacks. You know what I mean? It's not like we're putting you on a drug, which is going to have some side effect. Um, this is really, this is just really helpful. And, you know, not everybody that became, that got on the study, the first thing was the first week we didn't even let them be a vegan. They were not allowed to be a vegan. All they had to do was to look at their lifestyle and figure out how they could fit some of this stuff in. Then the next week we were going to bring you in with it. But we didn't want to just make it, you know, like this big push on you. And people weren't perfect. They went to barbecues. This was during the summertime. But you know what? Even though they weren't perfect, they didn't do everything right, they still lost weight. They still felt better. I can't even tell you all the different stories of people saying, you know what, uh, I no longer snore. I don't have postnasal drip. My foot doesn't hurt. I go out and I play with my kids after dinner instead of sitting in the seat and sleeping with the TV on. I mean, it's just, it was really, really amazing. Is this going to be published somewhere? It will be. I don't know exactly where okay. right now. Okay. That's exciting stuff. It is. Yeah, maybe one day we'll see the little gecko get up there and talk about <laughs> eating a whole foods plant-based diet. Don't they? Geckos? <laughs> oh, you're sharp. You're quick. You are quick. So, Marty, what in all the people you talk to and all the people that you see, what's the biggest problem? What do we need to fix right now today and then get on to the fine points? When people say to me, I really, I want to change something in my life, but I, I don't want to really change something. I say, okay, the two most important things for you to look at are greens and grains. And if people can bring in more greens in their life, it's a, those are the little powerhouses of the planet. That's, there's a reason why the planet's basically green, okay? It's blue and it's green. And there's just so many amazing vitamins and minerals that are in green leafy vegetables, and they do so many things for you. I can't even, you know, I just have to do an entire show just about greens. The other thing is whole grain foods because whole grains have fiber, so you don't poop funny. They have B vitamins in them. They have all kinds of nutrients, and they work as a mambo combo. Because when you look at studies, they'll go, oh, here's the iron. Here's the zinc. Here's the blah, blah. Here's this silver bullet that we're looking at. But when you have a whole food, the combination, you just, you don't know all the, you don't know what you don't know, Just one of the things we learn in sales, is you don't know what you don't know. All we know is when people eat a varied diet that has lots of fruits and vegetables, and when they have whole grains, they feel better and they look better. And it's, it's just something that you, you know, you can't, I can't tell you how it feels to feel great. I can only tell you that that's how I feel. And that's one of the, we're, we're in something of the same generation. And I feel better now than I felt 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. And that's just not how it's supposed to be. It sounds like some sort of, oh, it's early Alzheimer's. You just, <laughs> you just think you well, feel that good. I was shooting um, a film in August. And our first day, we ran over. Now, I was the oldest person on the set by probably at least 15 years. We had a 24-hour shoot, and I had actually been up before then. Everybody, all these young whippersnappers were doing Red Bull. They're all doing Cokes. They're all doing coffee. They're all doing this stuff. I was drinking water, and I was the person who was the glue of the entire set, and I could see that because they're all having their vulnerable personal problems, which they should have. They were up all night. And, you know, but I looked at it, and I thought, that says to me something's working because I'm old enough to be their mother. And I'm I'm the one that's still going. Oh, you on a Red Bull! I just I can't even imagine. <laughs> I cannot even imagine what that would be like. We are talking the high energy dietitian. So just translate. We've just got a, a couple of minutes left. What does it mean in terms of food? What do you eat? What do people eat that can't be home making green smoothies all day long? Oh, so okay. So you're out running around the universe, and you got to eat. Okay. Uh, really quickly, you can have oatmeal, quick oatmeal is really great. You can put some, uh, you can put some walnuts in it and banana. You're great. A big salad for lunch. Fabulous. In fact, I eat my dessert 
in the afternoon because I have to have chocolate because I'm a woman of a certain age. And then for dinner, it's really simple. Either I can just do, you know, beans and a grain and I just slap it with some, some fresh salsa and green leafy veggies and I'm done. I'm good. It's easy. It's easy. And it's fun, right? It's energizing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Leah. Thank you, Marty. This has been really, really fun. We'll have to do it again sometime. Now, Next week, I want to let all the listeners know who is going to be joining us. We're going to have two really wonderful guests. Linda Long is the author of Great Chefs Cook Vegan. She challenged the great chefs of the world to create their signature dishes in a vegan version. And they did this. It's absolutely beautiful. The book's been translated into French. I think that's so cool. (laughs) And she has a new book that is just superb. It's called Virgin Vegan. And it's for brand new vegans, lots of great recipes, really good information. And we'll also have Freya Dinshaw, the co-founder of the American Vegan Society. She and her husband, Jay, founded the American Vegan Society in 1960. (laughs) That was the first season of Mad Men. Are we talking a different world? (laughs) And yet what they did has given us what we've got now. So be sure and join us next week on Main Street Vegan Radio here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thanks, everybody. God bless. Eat your veggies. Thank you for listening to Main Street Vegan. Join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time as Victoria Moran entertains, educates, and inspires you on your vegan journey. This program is sponsored by Main Are you ready to take a quantum leap into greater self-acceptance and love and freedom from suffering by connecting all your parts, especially those you deem broken? If so, join Mark Anthony Lord, founder and spiritual director of the Bodhi Spiritual Center in Chicago, every Monday at 1 p.m. Central, as he helps you understand there's nothing wrong with you. You are perfect just the way you are. This show is for you so you can know you're not alone and that you really matter and that miracles are right here within you and all around you. From this knowing, anything and everything becomes possible. Each week, Mark will be joined by amazing guests who share their journeys of awakening. Listen live on Mondays at 1 p.m. Central or download the podcast at your convenience or subscribe via iTunes to Nothing Broken Here with Mark Anthony Lord. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. If you are able to safely turn your attention away from the demands of your activities... Quiet your mind and affirm. There is a divine plan at work in my life. I now relax, let go, and let it unfold. Listen attentively, inwardly, without projecting any thoughts about what you think should happen or be experienced. Become as a child, trusting and receptive to the guidance of spirit within. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time 
right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts. 